Welcome to another episode of Little Bit Weebish. This is the podcast where I, Megan Cardenas, talk about the anime that I love episode by episode. And of course, we're talking about Twilight Bound Hanako Kun with no other, with, with no other, with none other than Kaylee Wheeler. Kaylee, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Ready to talk about some toilet stuff. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I want everyone to know that uh, we are recording a little bit late in the night. So I feel I'm starting to feel a little bit punchy, a little bit like loopy. Oh, that's my favorite. This is great. I'm ready. No, I'm good. But I, I'm ready to feed off your loopiness. (laughs) Okay, well, great. Let's go. Um, Of course, we are going to be talking about episodes 7 through 12. So, The Donuts, Mitsuba, Tea Party, The Mirrors, The Little Mermaid, all of that. We're going to talk about it. And I will just kick us off with the definition because it's a little bit beefy. And I didn't want Kaylee to experience one of my long, short summaries. So, here we go. (laughs) I also don't read out loud very well, so... (laughs) Hey, same, especially when I'm tired. So yeah, and I wrote this. So here we go. (laughs) Now, Nene's relationship with Hanako becomes strained after she learns about his past. With some baking help from Ko, she tries to talk things out with Hanako over donuts, but their heart-to-heart is interrupted by Ko's twin brother, Tsukasa, who's also a ghost. Meanwhile, Ko gets more than he bargained for when he tries to help a friend, oh wait, when he tries to help a student's ghost rest in peace. The late Mitsuba may look delicate, but his language is anything but, and despite all odds, the two form a friendship. Now on Nene's end, she receives a surprise invitation from Tsukasa's assistant, sort of, indirectly through a cute boy, which really leads to her kidnapping and attempted demise. They cannot be trusted. And then next, Nene finds disembodied hands, spirit hands, um, not jazz hands, but spirit hands, appearing in her old club photos and in real life too. They seem harmless, but one of them pulls her through a mirror and into a boundary away from the safety of Hanako and Ko. Tsukasa sort of rescues Nene and Mitsuba from the Hell of Mirrors, but Tsukasa, um, you know, mutilates Mitsuba's soul into this ugly creature and a new, and he becomes the new school mystery over this unclaimed boundary. Um, and Mitsuba, he wanted to be remembered, and so that was that. Now, meanwhile, Hanako and Ko race to find Nene and make it in time to save her, but it's not really this case for Mitsuba. Now, when Nene makes it back safely, alive, she's worried about Hanako and what he may be hiding from her, but just then, a strange fish appears, and they call her 
their princess and they ask her to join them as the mermaid's successor. And there you go. That is the shocking end to season one, which has yet to be picked up again for a season two, which feels criminal. That, that is illegal somewhere, I feel like. It should be. <laughs> for, okay, for freaking real, though, because they have taken bits and pieces from, like, the first eight manga, mm-hmm. and there's, like, 16 or 18 manga volumes in the whole series so i'm like there is source material a plenty this is criminal so hopefully we'll get something i don't know we'll see i'm hopeful i'm hopeful me too but at least if not we have the manga but still i would love to see it animated because it's so beautifully animated like it's one of the best animated shows i think so i hope so I know, I have yet to see an anime art style compare to Hanako in terms of, like, the vibrant colors, the the way the characters are drawn and designed. It's just beautiful and gorgeous. So, I don't know. Fingers crossed. But you guys, let's just start talking about some of the beloved characters that are new to us in these six episodes. Um... But they're not so beloved in our eyes. Villains. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of the villains or they're kind of snarky. Um, but let's talk about the not so beloved uh Tsukasa, Hanako's younger twin brother. Okay. He nodded. Now <laughs> for freaking real. So okay, Hanako's reaction to seeing his brother. Despite him being the murderer, tells me that Tsukasa was the bully that Mr. Tsujigamori was worried about. Mm-hmm. And that he was the one who tortured Hanukkah when he was alive. Um, and, okay, we see this kind of weird evolution, sort of, with Tsukasa, where when he first shows up, He's very sinister. He, It's like he knows that his presence is taunting and torturing Hanako. But then when he's away and he like goes back to his students, he's like, yeah, I love dressing up like Hanako and he looks so happy to see me. It's like there's this level of derangement or, or something that freaks me out about Tsukasa. I don't know. What do you think? That's like, I don't know. Maybe it's arrogant, not arrogance, but yeah. Where he's like, okay, I can do what I want to my little brother because it's my little brother. Or they're twins, but are they? That is his little brother, right? They are twins, but Hanako is technically older than Tsukasa. I don't know how much by how much. And I... In my opinion, it doesn't matter that much, but maybe it does to other people. Right. Um, But thinking that that's my brother, I can do with what I want, but then trying to make it seem like they have a good relationship. I don't know if maybe when they were alive, he had a good face saying, hey, this is my brother. I love him, but then beats him up. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially because Mr. Sujigamori said, like, it seems like you're being habitually beat up. Like, K 
can you tell me who it is? And Hanako, not Hanako then, but, you know, him as an alive kid, he refuses to tell. And I don't know if it comes from a protection thing. I don't know if it comes from a shame thing. But something happened and I don't know what. I'm dying to know what escalated what, yeah, to what, that point. What cut the straw to where you can't even tell your beloved teacher that you trust that your brother's beating you up to, you know, probably it's a knife, so stabbing him to death, right? So Right. So I don't know. Also, because I am me and I just love feeling <laughs> sad for everyone... To my own detriment, I literally feel so horrible for both of their parents. Mm. Um, wow, I guess I, I haven't even thought about parents. Oh, man. <laughs> it's anime. I don't think about parents. <laughs> I know. No the anime. Exactly. The anime parents are usually never there. Like, so, of course. Um, but yeah, me being me, I love feeling sad for everyone. And so part of my heart just breaks for the parents who, like, lost both sons to something this horrific. I don't know. Um, maybe we shouldn't stay too long on it. But I did we want don't to... We don't know how Hanako dies, right? I don't know, but I... I, I just suspect, realized that. I suspect things, we'll which are also too. not great. So, right. <laughs> okay, I think I I get you too. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but but maybe I don't know. But I will say, I kind of noticed a contrast between besides the obvious with Hanako and Sukasa. I kind of noticed a contrast with them. When it, came, uh, when it comes to granting the wishes of Nene and Mitsuba, where Hanako deals with the living, Tsukasa deals with the people who have passed on. But when a, problem her, uh, when a problem arose with Nene, you know, her taking the, the mermaid scale and turning herself into a fish, Hanako when the problem arose, took on half of Nene's burden. Right. And then with Sukasa, he reformed Mitsuba into this burdened, mutilated, horrific state. He just kind of made a slapstick conclusion to what Mitsuba wanted. It really wasn't what he wanted at its core, and he twisted it because he is chaos. Whereas with Hanako, he seeks balance. And, yeah. you know, instead of Nene taking on the full brunt of her actions, he, Hanako chose balance, which was taking that second mermaid scale. So just in addition to the obvious trauma and chaos between... Sukasa's personality and him interacting with Hanako, I think fundamentally these twins are also just so different on their own parts in how they are interacting with the worlds within their responsibilities. The way Hanako tries to help the living and the way Mitsuba does what he wants, twisting things 
uh, in, you know, air quotes, helping those who are past with living or who are with people who have passed on, but living with regrets. That's right. kind of an oxymoron, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I gotcha. And even in the beginning when Hanako, um, instead of granting Nene's wish was something that's the heavy price because love, you know, that's um, balanced. Like just like full metal alchemist, you know, you want a big yeah. wish. Balance of power, right? He used an old like routed up book to try to have, you know, manual labor for love instead of, you know, <laughs> using powerful magic. Because right, he could have that- just given her the scale right away and been like, here, take this. This will do what you want. Absolutely. That's also a good thing because yeah, he did the long the long route with Nene and you know, Ko in helping Mitsuba, he also was playing the long game. You know, trying to help Mitsuba, you know, resolve his regret. And then Tsukasa, as soon as it started to come, become more clear what that meant, Tsukasa just grabbed it and just threw magic or threw his supernatural power at it. Um, Even though the long game would have been ultimately the best thing. He just wanted chaos and he wanted to manipulate and just use this twisted sense of power to just take And I think power is his ultimate because, you know, beating up your brother and that's power, right? Showing your dominance. So I think that's what he's addicted to is showing how much better and like powerful he is yes but in a very twisted and deranged kind of way like we'll probably touch about uh talk about this in the manga um in later volumes because it really is way more apparent about Tsukasa um there than it is in the anime yeah um but yeah, I just, I kind of had this little moment where I thought, man, they really are so different, especially down to how they help people. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, but okay, here's what's crazy. I'm going to talk about the voice actor for the Japanese version. Guess who is the voice actor? Well, you know what? You won't be able to guess. I'll just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the voice actor for Sukasa is also the same voice actor as Hanako. Okata Megami. Yeah, she voices both characters, which I think is so freaking cool. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense since they're twins. Does does she change it? Oh, I guess you watched dub, don't you? Or do you do Oh, 100% I watched dub, so someone else can tell. (laughs) I'll I'll just go back and look, because I wonder if she does different, like... Slightly different, so you could tell a difference between her voices. Because Probably. they're twins enough as it is, except for their, you know, patch on their face and their little balls of ghosty helpers. It's hard to tell the difference. That's true. But, you know, she's a pro at it because, um, well, one, she's got a crazy repertoire, but also she voiced two characters in Yu Yu Hakusho. So yeah. I feel like if she's able to manipulate her I feel like she's able to manipulate her voice oh, yeah. enough to where it's different. But yeah, I was just like, no way, this is so cool. Right. 
and saves money. <laughs> for real, big paycheck. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it, girl. Um, so in the dubbed, it is oh, I'm so excited. Um, it's Austin Tittle, who is okay. Um, Marco from Attack on Titan. <gasps> Isn't that nutso? Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say more. <laughs> nope. I thought you froze on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also, one of my husbandos, who is Ken Hamilton from Tokyo Ghoul. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah, so he knows how to play someone that's a little bit off the kilter. Oh my gosh, Ken Kaneki's Breaking Point Meltdown. Oh my is gosh, when I crack so my fingers, good. I just like, I pretend like, oh, I'm a ghoul. I'm Ken Kaneki. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know that this will be. Oh my gosh, so funny. I know that this next character will be a little controversial, maybe. Mm-hmm. I certainly have mixed feelings. I do not love this character as much as I love. Nene, Hanako, and Ko, but I feel like we got to talk about him because he's a pretty core character. Let's talk about Mitsuba. Blech. Okay. I also <laughs> am not a fan. <laughs> okay, but let's talk about why, though. Um, oh, gosh, and I like, I want to like him. I want to like him. But I don't. And I, ha- I understand the loneliness and like the photography cute and i i want to feel bad for him but then he's just kind of a jerk like when you call ko a pervert he's like he's just standing there why are you calling him like a perv i don't understand like i don't know i just felt as how great everything else is written why i don't know it just fell off a little bit to me i think as a character True. I feel like it's also very jarring because, like, the cutesiness of Hanako's quips and Ko's quips, it's just cutesy. It's not meant to be, like, any sort of aggression at all. Um, But then here Mitsuba comes in, like, so, like, on edge with freaking everything. Like screaming at him about his uh quote lame ass traffic safety earring and then all the way to him taking that and jumping to him not wanting to be in Ko's porno and I'm like <laughs> I was like I was about. really thrown off by that I was like whoa dude like yeah I'm like Mitsuba what is your jumping uh vertical because literally you're jumping to conclusions you're jumping to a whole nother level of like extra um let's simmer let's simmer the jumping to conclusions you know pump the brakes here um and like okay okay he's also even mean to nene like literally the first thing in her uh literally the first time they meet he literally comments on her legs and is just like, those are so ugly. Like, oh, yeah, you know, when they get and, in the hall, like when they're through the mirrors, is that what yes. you're Yeah, I'm like, yeah. excuse me? Like, you're not even that cute. Like, I don't understand where you're coming from. I know, but he's just, he's even so mean to Nene. 
And, like, yeah, he tries to save her and, like, distract those crazy things from grabbing at her. But, like, technically he's already dead. Technically, I I just, I don't know. But I didn't like it. He, like, has these tiny, tiny moments where he's nice. But, like Ko said, he's bratty. He's uh, loud and, you know, self-centered and all these other bad things, you know? And I'm just like, you know, that wouldn't be my friend, but at least Ko, that's good enough for Ko to be your friend. And, you know, I do feel... The stepping stone of him learning that they actually have paths and they're not just all ghosts to, you know, exercise without... You know, they're not all bad, I I'm I think. But couldn't they do another character that wasn't so angsty? <laughs> like I know. And, and Oh my gosh, seriously. And I mean, I still don't love him by the end of this, but he obviously did not deserve what he got. Um at the end of his day with Ko, he didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve what happened to him in the Hall of Mirrors. Um, and, you know, he also didn't deserve how he died or him dying so early. Like, yeah, I did feel horrible when he said he didn't have any friends when he died. Um, and he felt that he had to be someone else to not get bullied. So I do feel horrible about that right. part. You know? Right, but... I don't like you oh, when you're dead, so. <laughs> and oh the small redeeming parts just didn't counteract enough for me to really like him. Like, of course, I'm sad he turns into this horrible monster. <laughs> like, that's, that's not great. I know. But, oh, my gosh. Okay. I, I want to hear from, I want to hear from everyone who is pro Mitsuba. Yeah. I want to hear from, He's I want to know. Yeah. Like. Tell me your arguments on why you're pro Mitsuba, other than like you feeling bad for him about any of the stuff. Like, tell me why you genuinely like him as much as you like Ko or Nene or Hanako. And, you know, make a case for him. I'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen, but it's gonna be, it has to be a pretty good case. <laughs> <'Cause>... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, because a sad backstory doesn't give you, I don't know, leave to be a jerk bag. So <laughs> seriously, and like Ko was literally so freaking sweet. He even like cried when he was looking at those photos. He ended up crying in his bed, and I'm like, Ko, you are literally just too freaking. You're cinnamon roll. With extra icing. Like, oh, I just love him. <laughs> you know the, the audio where it's like, looks like a cinnamon roll, could kill you? Yeah. Um, could kill you, is a cinnamon roll, is a cinnamon roll, or looks like a cinnamon roll, is a cinnamon roll, looks like a kill you, would kill you? Um, I think Ko is, looks like a cinnamon roll, is a cinnamon roll. But he Wait, wants no. to kill you, but not able to yet. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Ko is like a, looks like he could kill you, but is a cinnamon roll. I think so. Because he does look pretty cool when he has like 
his whole yeah. thing going, his dance, you know, he did like the superhero landing kind of thing, but Ex- just kind of land it really exactly. Well. Um, that would make <laughs> that would mean that Sukasa is looks like he could kill you, would kill you, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there is no <laughs> or role to that man, boy, exactly. Um, and then. Oh, this is actually perfect. Wait, okay. Hanako is looks like a cinnamon roll could kill you. Yes. Ko looks like or looks like he could kill you is a cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll. Nene looks like a cinnamon roll is a cinnamon roll. A cinnamon roll. <laughs> and then Sukasa is looks like he could kill you would kill you. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. It really is. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. But yeah, sorry, Mitsubo, we did not include you. Whoops. Yeah, um, we don't like you. <laughs> Get out of here. Seriously, gosh. Well, I think that's my least favorite part when I was reading it. I was just kind of like, ah, uh, I, I didn't read faster, but I'm like, oh, Mitsubo, like, I'm so done with this. I will agree. I will agree. I also feel. I also felt the same when it comes to Mitsuba in not just the anime, but in the story. He just doesn't grab me. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. Everyone pro Mitsuba, talk to us. Maybe we'll listen. Yeah. Maybe we'll change our minds. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do want to talk about the voice actor in case this encourages people to listen. Uh, for the Japanese voice actor, um, Mitsuba is voiced by... Kobayashi Daiki, who also voices Keiichi in Platinum End, Nico in Nanbaka uh, as a main character, and then Subaru uh, in Future Chard Shin Buddy Fight. I think, wait, or is it Super Card Shin Buddy Fight? Oh man, maybe that was a typo crap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. But you know what? He's a main character in that, and I hadn't watched any of these animes. But you know what? I thought him being a main voice character, I gotta bring it up. So, yeah. But tell us, who voices Mitsuba in the English version? His name is Kyle in... Ooh, okay. I-G-N-E-C-Z-I in... Me. Ooh. Sorry about that. <laughs> Kyle. His name is Mr. Kyle. Um, so Kyle-san. Kyle-san. <laughs> Love it. He um, is in Attack on Titan as additional voices, so nothing crazy on that. Mm-hmm. He is now, he does Blue Lock. Have you watched any of that? Nope, I haven't. Don't oh, come for me, people. <laughs> it's it definitely has Squid Game vibes for sure, <laughs> but soccer. Oh, yeah. It's, I've only seen the first episode, but he voices Gurimi. Gurimi, um, mm-hmm. fairy, uh, fairy tale. He's Nineheart. So he's in some quite a bit. He's actually, I'm watching the villainous, so I'm taming the final boss, which is really cute. That's a good rom com too. Um, his oh. name's he voices Cedric, which he is um, Elmer. So. So he's in quite a bit, actually. Oh, well, that's great. Love that. Yeah. Um, but okay, 
not that we can talk about every single character, but I think that they were the most big time. So let's just move on to like our rapid fire thoughts about the other characters, the other moments, because I want to talk about how cute is it that Ko faked his cooking skills to get Nene to bake donuts with him, Hanako's favorite, so they could talk over how Nene was feeling and help those two patch things up. Okay, and that was when I was like, what do I want? I don't know. Because <laughs> who thinks of that? Like the romantic guy that she wants. Like this guy that would treat her right. So I'm like, oh no, do I want a ghost? Oh no. <laughs> uh, I, I just His character is so well-rounded, right? Like, I don't remember in the anime, but he calls her senpai almost all the time in yeah. the Marvel. And I'm just like, it's like, oh, senpai. Come here, senpai. I'll protect you, senpai. <sighs> I know. And um, it's just like, it's just this, maybe no one deserves Ko's friendship, but literally Ko is just so thoughtful. Like remembering yeah. Hanako's favorite thing and then doing something just to cheer up Nene. He literally is like, you know what? I understand what it's like to see things that no one else can see. And now you can. And if you need to talk about it with someone because it's hard, I'm here for you. And I just am like, Ko, this is, you are so emotionally intelligent right now. (laughs) (laughs) That Nene really should consider you. I'm just throwing this out there. It was literally so precious. And, um, yeah, I, I, Ko's probably, he might be my favorite character. Who knows? But, but that moment was just so precious. Um, but okay. Now tell me, what do you think about Tsukasa's assistants, AKA Sakura and Natsuhiko? Sakura is a cucumber. So cool. Common collected. <laughs> like, I kind of would like to be her. Like her voice is amazing. Really? And I want to know her background of how she became his assistant. Because in the tea party, it really seems like she got forced into it. Like it doesn't seem like she has bad intentions. Maybe she does, and I'm just hopeful because I think that she's like, I want to be a best friend, but <laughs> like I don't know. I hope that I hope that she's able to like turn the contract between her into something good. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, I have a theory about Sakura. So, um okay. I was going to save it for like theories or remaining questions, but I'll just talk about it right here. I think that Sakura um like you said, has a contract with Tsukasa. But this is what I think is odd about it is because um, Tsukasa makes deals with people who've died. And so I have two theories. One is that... (laughs) Well, yeah! One is that Sakura... What if she's dead? And she is trying to make a deal with um, 
Tsukasa because here's the thing. She's the one who tells the rumors over the PA system. Mm-hmm. But she's the one who tells the rumors to the rumors who have to, like, change, you know, because they hear that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, right. like, I just think, what if she's what if she's also dead? But Nanny wouldn't know that because she literally can hear and touch and all the stuff with the supernatural. So she wouldn't realize right. that. So there's that theory that Suka, uh, that Sakura is dead. The next one is that my next theory is that Sakura is alive, but has found a way to work with Sukasa because he can influence someone that she knows or loves who has died. And so she's working with him for oh, a she... favor. Mm. So either oh way, there's a contract involved and she's not happy about it. But yeah, that would be why she'd be working with him as opposed to Hanako. I have a third theory, but I can't say <gasps> it yet because it's a huge spoiler. For the manga? Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to save it. Yeah. But I got to write it down so I don't forget. Okay. But what do you think about Natsuhiko? Oh my gosh. Oh, I think he just really likes Sakura and he's just there to like be a little dog to her, like a little puppy. Oh my gosh. I seriously, what's up with his mouth? It really does look like, like a dog mouth. Oh my gosh. Well, and he, I mean, he is cute. She's, he's the hot guy that Nene falls like, I mean, the trap, right? Right. But, and how did he get involved? Was it just because Sakura was there and he's just like, hey, I'll help out? Yeah, I think, I think he just likes Sakura. But, yeah. But depending on my theories, which could also be wrong. But then, depending on which theory is right, I'm like, oh, gosh, it would raise questions on Natsuhiko, uh, depending on what the deal is. But yeah, I I don't know. I will say... Do he also have a contract? I don't know. I think he just helps Sakura. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, I will say, though... Um, <laughs> Nene, of course, she sees the cute guy. She kind of falls for it. You know, cute boy alert. But there's the part... (laughs) Yeah, but there's the part where she's in the hall with the doors and Natsuhiko just says, sorry, I did that. You know, opening all these doors and, you know, whatnot. Yeah. Being crazy. He's like, sorry, I did that. Guess I act that way around cute girls. And instead of her usually melting, she just goes, sure. And I'm like, man, that is some serious growth, Nene. Way to go. Yes. Probably because you know? you're trapped in the boundary and there's you're trying to find a way out. But I'm proud of you because you're learning. <laughs> well, and also probably because he kind of helped kidnap her. Um, but at the same time, 
I'm so proud of her. <laughs> I am too, because even from the uh, Mizukaki stairs to now, it's a world of difference, right? From her trying to think about her outward appearance. So yeah, you're right. Ah, oh, Nene. My little cinnamon roll growing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, now what did you think about Nene going back in time and meeting Amine? And what do you, okay, do you think there's any significance about the rocket ship keychain? I do. I think <laughs> that has to be Hanako's thing. Like his, you know the word, you got it. <laughs> Yorish, Yorishiro? I'm never going to get that right. <laughs> yes, that has to be his connection right because once you destroy that you're no longer a school mystery Mm -hmm. school mystery yep and he's the most important one so i wonder if he'd be like the last one if they ever have to because he keeps the he's an enforcer oh no yeah well and i'm just like we're just lingering a little too long on this keychain, and we know how much he wanted to go to the moon. We know how much he loved astronomy. And yeah, yeah I think that's his Yorishiro. I really do. Um, right. But now Nene has it. She has this second version because she brought it back with her from time. So yeah, I think that... I think that this is a genuine, real deal Yorishiro for him. I cannot think of anything else that it would be for him. I mean, obviously, we don't know everything. Right. We don't know everything about his backstory, but we know that he gave the moon rock to Tsujikimori. So it can't be that. So what else would be significant to him? I think it is the keychain. Um. And also, I would like to think that if Nene was around Amine, that she would be a friend to him. So, I kind of like that for the briefest of seconds, she saw the real Hanako, aka Amine. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to think that she'd be nice to him. i like to think maybe they'd even date. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> so cute i don't know we'll see maybe they'll do a spinoff if they were to met (laughs) seriously oh my gosh we are such simps jeez Um, that's why we watch (laughs) rom-coms oh my gosh seriously uh now i have a couple of favorite things um oh i forgot to ask because um I forgot to ask because I just thought this whole thing was so freaking cute with the donuts, but what's your favorite donut? Oh gosh. I am simple. I love a good cinnamon twist. <laughs> classic. And it's a classic. But if I want to go a little crazy, probably a laundron with cream. Ooh. No. Not a, I like jelly, but not in a donut. Mm. That sounds yum. Actually, I just had donuts today. That's hilarious. 
Taco Sprinkle, which were pretty good, actually. Oh, yum. Yeah, I have a friend who's visiting. Uh, she flies in tomorrow uh, at 11 p.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get tacos from the taco truck that closes at 2 a.m. But then at oh, some point truck. while she's visiting, we're going to get donuts. And there's this really cute place uh, run by this sweet, older a Korean couple and they're adorable and sometimes their daughter helps but they make the best donuts I kid you not and I think oh. my favorite donut of all time has to be a cronut which Ooh. yeah have you ever had one is it the same thing like a Chinese donut no it's like oh. a it's a croissant donut hybrid no it's delicious what I love if croissant you, yeah, if you love the buttery flakiness of a croissant and you love the fried glazed deliciousness of a donut, it's like those two things made a baby and made a cronut. Okay, well I'm just going to I'm just coming to Oklahoma and I'm gonna get one. I'll just make a visit you too. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you're invited and people will be like, What's in Oklahoma? And you're like, I got the best Krona in the world. There you go. Okay. That'd be fun. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, Krona, probably Ooh. my favorite donut. But then after that, a good apple fritter. Ooh. Uh, and if and if I can't have either of those, uh probably a cake donut. Either blueberry or strawberry. Ooh, I forgot about apple fritter. I got to put that in there. I love, <laughs> oh, apple fritters are so good. I actually, there's a festival usually in the summer that there's an apple festival and they do chef's kiss of apple fritters. Oh, I believe it. If there's an apple festival, it would be a crime to not have apple fritters there. That there's sounds one amazing. That they do the best apple pie. Like it's a Dutch apple. It's like basically oh. an apple crisp, but it's a pie. Uh-huh. I oh wish about like 10 and just like like freeze them all and wait. But oh, so good. Oh, that um, sounds amazing. Okay. Well, now I'm hungry, even though it's late. Um, it's not a great combo. <laughs> no, <and> tacos. <laughs> exactly. Tacos and donuts and apple pies. Um, <laughs> but back... But back to Toilet Fun Hanukkah Gun. Um, what were some of your favorite things or highlights that we just didn't get to talk about? So the tea party. So oh, yeah. Tension. Because you feel like something's going to happen. Because she's like in this layer, right? Of the three people that are like, oh, no. And of course, it's Nene. So she's like, don't talk about this. Spills her guts out. <laughs> like, <laughs> word yeah. vomit everywhere. <laughs> You're like, nay, nay. Okay, still love you, but maybe do a little more discretion next time. <laughs> she was literally know. spilling the tea. Right. <laughs> uh, but I did love that part where it's like, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, it's not the same scary as like some of the other things with the monsters and like the creepy dolls. It's that thriller tension. And I just like that about it. Oh yeah, um, I think my 
<laughs> my favorite thing um, was after we learned about the Hell of Mirrors and how the strength can change depending on who's in it. You know, based off of their fears, their heart, etc. Yeah. Hanako asks Ko if he's listening, and Ko says, "Yeah, you just said you don't want to go because your mind's so dirty. You'd kill us all." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he's wrong. Like, I think that actually might happen. Oh my gosh! It just cracked me up. It was so funny. And I just, like, love that. I love the humor of the show. It's oh, just, yeah. like, the perfect, like, pick-me-up. And so, yeah. If that was hilarious to any of you guys, obviously you guys have great senses of humor. Um. <laughs> it really does, though. It's just, like, very Tim, like, timid, like, pervid, like, pervy stuff. It's like, Hanako, you've been around with these. <laughs> Yeah, he's just cheeky, which I like. It's cheeky. I do like, I do. It is just subtle humor too, right? Like if you miss it, you're like, what? What did you just say? I love that stuff. Oh, me too. Um, okay, the last thing that I loved um, or want to mention, I I know we're not doing MVPs like we have in other episodes, but if we were, I would probably give it to Ko, especially with these last six episodes. Those donuts. I would. The, it's the donuts. It's the helping Nene. It's genuinely trying to help Mitsuba, which probably seemed like a really hard task in the beginning because he was <laughs> such a brat. Like, it was all very sweet. And he's trying to be a good exorcist in his own way. Um, yeah. Which is not how his big brother would do things. And so, yeah, I just didn't that's, like that. I think that's brave trying to break off a family tradition like that. When you have such a strict family, like, their generations, like, Hanako's, or not Hanako's, but Ko's grandma tried to exercise Hanako, or heard of him, right? So Right. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I, because of that, I need to know the grandma's backstory <laughs> i i'm like okay because if the math is right ko's grandma exercising or at least putting the seal on hanako i'm like that would probably be around the time when hanako and the brother died and then like became a ghost so honestly i'm just like what would it be like to like it kind of honestly mirror in my opinion like Ko's grandma is to Hanako as Ko is to Mitsuba you know mm -hmm. it kind of be like that in my mind you know yeah and also so, she probably went to school with them right, right. I I haunted school <laughs> I I honestly feel like they would um so yeah I just, I don't know. I need Ko's grandma's backstory. Sorry, what did we say? Like a spinoff series. Yes. Mm -hmm. or, or at least like two manga pages. Give me two panels, you know? Like the bonus manga at the bottom or at the back. Yeah, that is what I want. Please and thank you. <laughs> Ida, Ida Iro. Please, that's all I want. 
We I'm sure they like, listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I know you're here. Please. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, okay. Is there anything else remaining? Anything else you'd like to add? Final mm-hmm. thoughts on the anime of Toilet Bound Hanukkah-kun. <sighs> Just that. Watch it, please. <laughs> if you made it this far, <laughs> please watch it. And I'm just really excited to deep dive into this manga now and go past what we've seen in the anime and do some theories about it. Seriously, yes, all of the above. Gosh, I hope people watched it. I know I talked about it in a mini weeb, and obviously we did not one, but two episodes covering the anime. I hope people watched it because it literally is so good. And if you hated it, sorry, but also kind of not sorry. Because at least now you know. <laughs> also, try again. <laughs> you might yeah. have just been in the mood. Like, eat some chocolate and watch it again. Because how can you not? It has everything in it. It does. It does. I like that. Try again if you didn't like it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> just try again. Oh my gosh. Now, of course, there should be a season two, everyone. I want you to know that I checked yesterday and there still was an announcement. Um, So yeah, it's a bummer, but this is the anime so far. So I hope everyone joins us for our manga coverage. I feel like that will be really exciting. Um, Hopefully people join us and hopefully another season will come out of this anime. But yeah, I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, okay, everyone. Thank you for joining us um, for a little bit. We wish we're always happy to have you with us. Now, if you'd like to support the podcast, the best way you can do that is share it with a friend or give us a review. It all helps us. And of course, next week we will be covering the manga volumes one through three. And we've literally never done this before. <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like we're treating this next episode like a guinea pig it'll be kind of like a book club but in manga form uh episodes one through three we'll see how it goes but yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts send them to us at littlebitwewish at gmail.com or send us a dm on either instagram or tiktok again be sure to either read or be cool with spoilers on manga volumes one through three and we will see you next week thank you so much bye Bye.